Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, I know a lot of you miss the theories, and so do I. So here's one that at first glance will probably make a lot of people roll their eyes, but by the time you finish this video, I think you'll be able to see a lot of the plausibility of this actually happening. Maybe. The more I write this theory, the more it makes sense. But first, we need to understand a lot of lore and backstory. So sit tight and enjoy this video. Now in Star Wars Revenge of the Sith, Mace Windu fell out the window and we haven't seen the Jedi Master since. We saw a figment of his return in one of the Vader comics by Marvel, which I have fully covered on with voice acting and everything, if you can really call it voice acting. Now this Mace isn't really Mace, it's some weird fragmented animated version of him. Just like the Padme in that story really wasn't Padme. With that being the only real quote unquote return of Mace Windu, can we say that he's truly dead? Now in this theory I'm gonna say that he didn't die that day. The theory I have behind this is that we heard his voice speak to Rey in The Rise of Skywalker. Now you're also probably thinking, well that definitely means he's dead, right? Sure, maybe, but how did he speak to Rey? This is where all the lore and backstory comes in. And then we'll get to the theory of how he is in Mando and his death. If it wasn't for Qui-Gon Jinn, no one would be a force ghost. Qui-Gon Jinn met the Shaman of the Wills. Now these were ancient, powerful beings, almost like priests of some sorts. During Qui-Gon's life, they taught him how to transfer his essence beyond death. However, due to his untimely demise at the hands of Darth Maul, due to his age and, well, just being bested at that point, overseeing Maul's attack really and catching him off guard. He wasn't able to complete his training with the Wills, therefore only able to manifest his voice as a ghost and not his body, until much later near A New Hope, which can be read in the book from a certain point of view, which I've also covered in a vid. Now in episode 3, Qui-Gon's Force Ghost speaks to Yoda. It was cut from the film, but it was dialogue in the deleted scenes, you can find it on YouTube, and it was written in the original script. It's that moment on Polis Massa where Yoda is meditating during Padme's labor to which Bail Organa, the future adopted father of Leia, interrupts Yoda's communication with Qui-Gon. Once Padme dies and Obi-Wan and Yoda speak, we learn that Qui-Gon is now Yoda's master who has taught him how to commune with him in the Force. To Obi-Wan's surprise, Qui-Gon is still very much around in the Force. Now, side note, I'm hoping that we see or hear from him in the Kenobi show. Okay, so now you're all caught up. Here's how we tie all of this information into the theory. Mace Windu didn't know how to transfer his essence into the Force. Not yet. When he fell out the window, he had to have survived to somehow learn this ability from someone. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been able to talk to Rey. Okay, so to play devil's advocate against my own theory here, I could say, well, Anakin also didn't have time to learn this technique as stated in the Rise and Fall of Darth Vader book, 
where as he died near Luke, Anakin simply heard Obi-Wan's voice in his head speak to him through the Force, instructing him to do as he says and become one with the Force, or else he will cease to exist. Now it is possible that Qui-Gon reached out to Mace Windu, but then it raises the question, why didn't Mace reach out to Yoda as well, since Mace was the first to die in Order 66? Perhaps he didn't perfect it yet? But I mean, there's just too many plot holes there for me to make a proper anti-theory to my theory of Mace not having died when he was tossed out the window. Of course, we've seen Samuel Jackson also say that Jedi can fall from very high distances, which is true, they can. Mace just lost a hand, which literally everyone in Star Wars has, and he was cooked a little bit, but he was extremely powerful, so it's very possible that he could have actually survived. Okay, so where did he go? The Star Wars galaxy is huge, and it's possible that he fled somewhere or went into hiding, just like Yoda and Obi-Wan and the rest of the survivors of Order 66. What if he went somewhere to some unknown planet in the unknown regions, somewhere to hide and train more Jedi? What if he became a Mandalorian? Now that's pretty far-fetched, but look, nothing would suit his scarred and recognizable face more than hiding under a helmet. This leads me to my next theory. What if Mace Windu is in The Mandalorian? What if he shows up in season three or four? Mace was extremely powerful, so powerful that he went toe to toe with the Emperor himself. However, while we do know that he won fair and square, I did have the privilege of asking Ian McDermott at Celebration if Palpatine faked his loss to Mace Windu so that he could put Anakin in that position of urgency to turn him to the dark side. Ian McDermott, as he was signing my lightsaber, replied with a certain yes. However, of course, this is a question that I'd want to ask George Lucas, who has confirmed that Samuel Jackson did in fact beat Palpatine. But I would like to ask him again, or maybe I just need to accept that Mace Windu is more powerful than the Emperor. Anyways, if Mace is alive, seeing him as a Mandalorian would not just be cool, it would fit a lot of the story for the Jedi that could help reunite the child with his species. There is no person in the galaxy that knows Yoda better than Mace Windu. In fact, he knows him better than Luke would. Mace sat with Yoda as second in command, and in some cases, first in command. Master Windu, in a lot of ways, could have been the chosen one if he had brought balance. He was certainly powerful enough. He used the light side and the dark, he was the master of his emotions, and he had surpassed all of his teachers as a young boy, growing to become the most powerful Jedi, just before Anakin could see his full potential, until of course he lost to Obi-Wan. Or should I say, lost to his own arrogance. So let's say Mando takes the child to Ahsoka, and she eventually tells him that she's not really a Jedi anymore. So someone she knows who can really show him the way to reuniting the child with its species is of course Mace Windu and she points him to this easter egg-like hunt in season 3 or 4 or something throughout the galaxy to find Mace Windu when we finally do. Now I could see Mace live in his life almost like Thanos in Infinity War, an old Jedi master laying low, perhaps growing his crops and training those who exhibited force powers at an early age, perfecting his abilities and learning more about all aspects of the force, and eventually along the way learning a ton from Yoda who communed with him through the force and Obi-Wan after their deaths. Perhaps even coming across Luke Skywalker and learning of the fate of Anakin and the Emperor, teaching Luke so much about his father's youth. This could be Mace's return. This could be how Mace fits into the Mandalorian. So you're probably saying, well, okay, but what about his death? Well, what if while the Mando is finding the path to Mace Windu, he is followed by someone notorious flying the Slave One ship? And once he does leave Mace, with the information on where to unite the child with his parents, Boba comes in, and how poetic would it be if Mace Windu's death came full circle 
with a disintegration. And what I mean is Boba Fett finds him and kills him, transcending Mace into the Force and Boba avenging his father, Jango. I think it could be pretty cool. Let me know what you guys think about it. I hope you enjoyed this theory. At the very least, it makes you think. In any case, I'm extremely fascinated by Mace Windu, which is why I made the Vader fan film, to which the real story is only just about to begin in the sequel one day when I get to do it. Catch you all in the next video. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you, always. Staff. A few ancient Jedi like Master Vodosiosk Bass and Kurul Tok preferred to fight with these quarterstaff weapons instead of lightsabers. Though they were able to resist strikes from a lightsaber, it wasn't clear whether this quality was derived from a component of the wood, an electronic device, or some mystical force-imbued power. Exar Kun was able to break Bass's staff twice, once while training on Dantooine, and a second time during their fatal encounter on Coruscant. Thanks for watching the first episode of Star Wars Defined. Have a great day, and may the Force be with you.